good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to hey. Tuck Rule Takes, episode 94, the Ty Warren episode oh, of Tuck Rule Takes. Uh, that is the correct episode. <laughs> Liam, I don't know if you heard. I yeah, I up. did. You guys are fucking <laughs> Fuck dumb. that all up. Um, he he is dumb. I He's did. dumb. Why He's do we dumb. let Mike? You're the math teacher, Al. You should be in charge of the numbers. This is. I don't know what episode you guys are on. If I knew that, then we wouldn't have that problem. Who's uh? Do you guys remember the old Patriots defensive tackle, the white uh guy, last name Jones, number ninety four? Anyone remember who I'm talking about? No, I think so. Was that, I, I was think that I all in my head? No, it might be. It, it was only be. just a dream. I'm trying to remember. He he kind of had like one or two moments. I don't, know, I, 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 I don't even know how to look that out. up. White guy wearing number 94. But this is episode <laughs> 94. Uh, Al's here. Liam's here. I'm here. I'm Mike. The whole crew is back. Patriots podcast. Uh, we are less than a month away from football now. Um, can't wait. Finally give us some 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 actual game shit to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, but before we get into some stuff, Patriots stuff, obviously, um, Al, you have some, some personal news to share with us. You, you told us before we came on. Um, so we are going to be learning about this along with everybody else. So lay it on us, Al, the floor, the floor is, uh, officially, officially yours. Thank you. So as we are recording on Tuesday, August 8th, for now four hours, this is no longer a secret. So I'm just going to share with everybody else. Your boy got a condo. Oh, oh no shit. He's a full-blown adult now. Huh? There we go. Uh, got a Connie. Nice. Yeah, got a yeah, little condo. Where? where? Yeah. I don't even know exactly where, but just where? whereabouts. Uh, in Boston. Just in, in Boston. Oh, Dorchester area. Oh, shit. You're yeah, a dot man. rat now? Yeah, I'm gonna be a dog rat. How, how much yeah. was that broad? Uh, we're not gonna disclose that on the pod, but uh, well, I'll tell you're you guys, loaded, isn't it? You don't yeah. want to make me feel bad because you're rolling in it. Oh, pretty much. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Who old sailor, you. Good for you. You sandbag son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding uh, dude, out on congrats. you this whole time, millions. That's Thank awesome. you. Yeah, motherfucker. We go to the casinos. You're like, I can only spend forty bucks. Motherfucker shows up with four hundred and only spends. He's four, been saving 40 up. Bucks. It's clear Ooh. he's been saving up. That's why. Yeah, so. exactly. Son of a bitch. Well, Priorities. Well, congrats, congrats, Al. That's man. awesome. That's I, I can't wait till you do your first episode from there. You better, you better have a kick-ass background. Yeah. Are you uh, having a housewarming party or something that I can go get belligerently drunk at and make a fool of myself? Of course. We got the couch with your name on it ready to go. Perfect. <laughs> you better You better come over when, when we do move in. Just saying. Dude, Especially football Sunday. I could, throw, I could throw a football to you, Dorchester. There you go. And uh Mike, more to my arm visit, talent than the distance, but still. I, I'll be there. I'll be there in spirit on the on the welcoming thing. I'll I'll have a, Yeah, but when, when you're actually in New England, when you're back in New England again, you can actually come visit. Oh, don't even bother, it. Al. He's been in and out of New England four or five times since I know him. Yeah, true. He sucks. To visit. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. I got schedules. I got they normally when yeah, I go up there, schedules. I'm up in New Hampshire and bump fuck New Hampshire. I'm I'm nowhere you, near Johnny where you guys Depp? Are. Next How busy though. are you that you can't swing down? busy man. I'm a busy man. Adult, like I'm an busy. adult. The ne- the next time I am up there, though, we'll be we'll be at the very least watching a game together. So I'm not perfect. I'm. Right. Uh, I'll I'm hold not... you to that. Yes, yes. Um. So okay. Uh. Anything pressing you guys want to get off your chest before you get into some Patriots news? Other than Al with his with his big yeah, condo. I missed you, Fox. I'm glad to be back. Right, so I know. One, yeah, it's, one it's, week it's off. Different... One week off. I was like, 
fuck. Like that's it's a different thing. Um, yeah. Do I say out loud that I didn't miss Liam? No, 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 no. Go keep that, keep that to yourself. Keep that to yourself. Oh, okay. I just, oh, just want to oh, Liam, I'm say? happy you're back, no. dude. Ah, oh, shucks. You're gonna make me blush out. <laughs> um. Go so actually, yourself. perfect segue. <laughs> Not only is Liam back, guys. Uh, I figure we'll start Liam. with the Patriots oh, signing. That was clever. That was yeah, clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, Liam, I, I love I, you. I, I do this oh, shit. Shucks. I do this shit. Uh, Trey Flowers back with the Patriots. Um, as of right now, Al, unless you know you saw a different on uh Twitter X. Um, no, no news of the deal or, um, or anything like that. Uh, all we know is that Trey flowers is back with the Patriots. This was his, uh, he visited what yesterday, or I think it was yesterday. Yeah. And then that was his second visit. Uh, he visited earlier in March as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of opening thoughts on it. I, I love it. This is another one of those, uh, those signings where it's like, I see, I don't really see anything bad with it. Um, I don't assume the money's going to be crazy. Uh, I don't think he's going to be taking playing time from, you know, Barmore or whoever Lawrence guy or, you know, whoever, whatever you want to throw in there. Um, I like it. I think we were all on board with this move when it first kind of got brought up months ago. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? I mean, what's there to hate? He's been here. Killed, killed it in the Falcon Super Bowl for us. And like you said, he, He's not coming in with huge expectations, either paycheck or to be an instant starter. Nice having him back. Welcome back to the Patriot Way. Get ready to win again and show the newcomers to the Patriot Way how it's done. Can you believe this guy's only 28? Is he? I, Holy shit. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I looked up his age. I'm like 28 years old, and I'll confirm yeah. that. But you know what? Shares up the defensive line, gives you another pass rusher. And yeah. honestly, you know who benefits the most from this? I'm waiting for you guys to take a guess. Take a guess. Who's it going to help? Christian Barmore. Most? Christian Barmore. Not ba- not Barmore, but as far as pass rushing is concerned. Oh, I mean, you got a bunch. White. You got Keon I mean, White. I mean, Matt Ronnie Judon. Perkins. It's going oh, yeah, 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 to help yeah, Matt, yeah, Judon. Matt Judon. It, it's uh, going to yeah. take pressure off of Judon, and then Judon can be more effective, especially in one on one matchups, maybe. Especially if Flowers is getting pressure to the quarterback. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry. Always, He's 29. Thought... He's 29. Sorry. But yeah. either enough. way. You know, he's he's young enough for Mike to be his dad. So younger than me. Yeah. Something. Yeah. A little, a little close. Uh, <laughs> I like it, though. No, like you said, I saw people saying that, like, you know, oh, um, you know, like what kind of uh, like, you know, the, the the rich get richer type thing with the with the uh, with like the front seven and, and all that. But I just think you can't have enough pass rushers in there, because like you said, Al, towards the end of the year, whether it's Judon, whoever, for whatever reason, they just kind of start to dwindle there. You got Trey Flowers not saying that he is, you know, like fucking J.J. Watt out there, but he's still good. Um, You know, you can still I mean, I know health has been an issue the last couple of years. He's not going to be expected to play, you know, starting minutes, you know, starting games, which is great. So I think if anything, this just makes your front seven that much better. I mean, and if 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 we look at the team Eagles last year. They have what, like the most sacks in a season or something like that, wasn't it? Or something like that. Like yeah, you have yeah. the Chiefs with Chris Jones up front. Like you have all these teams now are the the ones that kind of start to do well. They they get pressure on the quarterback. So now the Patriots have got, you want to run down the list of their front seven. You got Judon, Barmore, Guy. You got what Carl Davis is still floating in there. He can still jump in. Uche, Dietrich Wise, Jawan Bentley, Anthony Jennings, Ronnie fucking Perkins. 
Like you got all these people back there. I mean, it, and then if you want to even throw in Jabril Peppers every once in a while, he'll be blitzing. Like the the the, the number of guys the Patriots can throw at you now. I mean, I think just the Trey Flowers being there, um, it kind of it it really just solidifies the position of strength, which then helps your secondary. Um, which then obviously your defense plays well. Hopefully the offense plays a little bit better. They have shorter fields. And this is just a win-win all around. I love it. Love the whole His thing. numbers have been really bad. I'm looking at it right now. The last couple of years, really yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been kind yeah. of like injured too, right? What is? Yeah, what does it he's look like? basically missed. Uh, he's only played seven games the last two years, but <clears throat> two sacks in 2020, one and a half in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and then nothing last year. I guess he was a free agent or was it playing or something? But yeah, or missed the entire year, maybe. But yeah, nothing. Uh, just unspectacular across the board, considering when he was in New England, it was nothing less than six and a half. And that was only one year. Every other year was seven. So I don't know. I'm not expecting seven, but I, you know, I think five would be a nice number, like a, a sweet spot, maybe a pass deflection or two. Just something. I mean, I, you kind of see. Yeah, yeah and give I guess me it, impact plays. Something that I'll, I'll remember. Put a smile on my face. Something. That, <laughs> almost like a Rob Ninkovich type. We're obviously not playing as much. Yeah. But just something like that. He only played four games last year. Like, so who oh, knows how many, okay. how much he played. Yeah, that was it. So it wasn't he, coming you know, up like you said, he's been he's been injured um, pretty <clears throat> pretty bad. But uh, it looks like the I last like players year whose was... impact go beyond the stats. Like no one looks at Rob Ninkovich's stats. No. Like people remember Rob Ninkovich for being a winning player, making winning plays. That's how the Patriots like Patriots their defensive alignment football. and a lot of their players. So I I look at his stats. I don't I don't take too much to heart. I just want to see him make some impact. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just something he's coming in here. He he knows the system. Um, you know, even though they're obviously different defensive coordinator, but still the same overall system, which I don't even know if that really makes a difference on defense as much as it does uh offense. Uh the last year that I guess he was relatively healthy was 2019, played 15 games. Uh he had seven sacks, yeah. um, 51 for like tackles. four years in a row. So, at least six and a half, mostly seven sacks. Yeah. Like, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. I mean, if, if you can have, honestly, I think Liam, you said five, if you can have like two and a half, three sacks or something, that's fine. And and honestly, like if he just comes in, kind of helps out, I think um, him just being a veteran too, having him kind of, you know, shepherd some guys along or just kind of give that, you know, veteran presence there, I think. I mean, I think that's another thing, like you said, that kind of your value that isn't that doesn't show up in, you know, like the box score and all that. So I like it. Um, I'm happy that he ended up signing before we, before we uh, recorded. I figured since he showed up for a second time that it was yeah. that it was going to happen. We were going to um, jump the gun and assume he was going to sign. So it's nice. That yeah. It yeah. It's yeah. nice to actually know that he did. So, uh, yeah, it's nice. I think uh, Patriots front seven is going to be crazy this year. Um, yeah. I think we all agree. The Patriots defense is going to be very good. Um, this just Any, anything less helps. than the top three defense would be mind boggling to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, barring yes. some sort of crazy litany of injuries yeah. or something like that, like this, this defense, this defense should be allowing, <laughs> you know, very manageable points game in and game out yeah. for the offense to come out and win. So, um, yeah. Welcome back. Trey flowers. Awesome. Uh, he's on the pup list immediately goes on to the pup list, which I thought nice. was, uh, I thought that was funny, but he, he can come off Great. at any time. So, you know, whatever. He was there today at practice, but um obviously didn't practice. He just did some like conditioning stuff on the side. So 
uh he's he's already there cool awesome love it um another guy did you guys see the news with um how stefan gilmore went to the cowboys did you guys yeah, see that come yeah. out where that the was were in on it? to me i i, I never would have guessed never would i saw that and i was like are you like what what happened because like what was that I'm, I'm gonna look at like what the deal and all that stuff that it was but i like, think they I overpaid for him stefan gilmore cowboy deal i forget he signed uh that jerry that, jones uh, probably sold him an oil ranch in odessa or something yeah he signed a two-year <laughs> 23 million dollar contract yeah so, he was not getting that with us yeah that's a uh yeah that's a good one um, they traded, they gave the Colts a fifth round pick. I feel like it's one of those things where I, where the, where the Colts going to trade with the, where the Colts going to give Stefan Gilmore back to the, to the Pats, uh, who knows, not. like maybe if they blew him out of the water, Patriots weren't going to give up what a third round yeah. pick for Gilmore. I, I think that would have been a little bit too much. Gilmore is awesome. Yeah. He's great. But the Patriots, their secondary is, I mean, In, fuck. you know, call a spade a spade. He's overrated now. It's just the name value for this point. Gilmore isn't locking anyone up. He wouldn't be worth a fourth-round pick, a third-round pick. And Jim Mersey probably wouldn't be able to pick his face up out of his big plate of cocaine long enough to see a better deal other than that fifth-round pick, so he just fired him over to the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just uh, – it's. It's just interesting that they were even – that they were trying to yeah. get him, especially because that didn't really end uh, – that relationship didn't end the best because where he was nope, on the it was terrible. Yeah, and, and he was like injured and like the the trains that like there was some sort of thing going on there and and I I forget exactly how it went down, but I know it wasn't like a like and a it seemed like split. we super didn't need him. Like cornerback was just not a position I was particularly yeah. worried about. And then to hear like it was between the Patriots and the Cowboys, I was like, really crazy i mean if we got him that would have been awesome like don't get me wrong i wouldn't have you know been like ah shit yep here comes gilmore but like to have like stefan gilmore like, and then but who knows what happens with everybody else like i don't i don't know i'm 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 happy with their with their defense now um al were you surprised about this because I, I think liam and i were kind of shocked maybe not shocked <laughs> but uh, i mean a little surprised. bit but again are we really surprised because it's the patriots circling you know back to former players that are they're coming back to the organization, you know, like I mean, Trey Flowers had him for the 2016, 2018 Super Bowl yeah. runs. You bring him back. You're looking to bring back Stefan Gilmore. There were times when Kyle Van Noy left the Patriots, came back. Remember yeah, when he did. went to the Dolphins? He, and then yep. he came back to the Patriots 2021. Yep. So yep. I mean this this Brandon should not Bolden, be same thing. Yeah. Went to the Dolphins, came back. Yep. Patrick Chung went to the Eagles and then came we back. Could play this game all day long. Right. So Brent Brown. Again, who it's, do you want? When, when you're saying Malcolm Butler's coming back, Malcolm Butler, Butler did come back. We like all thought he came back. And then he got Jalen Mills there. left and then came back for like a day. Yeah. Remember that? Or like sure, an hour? That was funny. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody leaves and comes back. Yeah. Now that, yeah. uh, yeah, it makes sense. But that kind of, you know, I, yep. I thought everybody hated playing here, though. I don't know. That's just what yeah, I it's so funny. Dude, their Patriots have a lot of repeat customers for a place that no one wants to play, huh? Yeah, I don't. Do. I, I don't know how it happens. Who knows? They do. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I thought that that was an interesting little thing that um that came out there. Um, but so it actually, so this this one's kind of in it kind of ties into uh what we talked about last week, Al. But Liam, you obviously weren't here. Um, the whole 
uh, Mike Giardi calling the Patriots wide receiver yep. stink, stank, stunk. He's getting dragged yeah. about it. And Just because I was on the show, I li- I listened to the show. That was fucking hilarious. And, and then he <laughs> he came out and said something. I'm paraphrasing. I think it was yesterday, maybe today, whatever it was. I think it was yesterday. And he came out. He's like, you know, I'm a man. I'm going to stand by what I said. Blah, blah, blah. Just just very weird. Um, But I thought it was funny. Kendrick Bourne ended his press conference. Um, yeah. This was yesterday, I believe. Right. That's when. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yesterday <laughs> no, two days ago, maybe. Was it? I don't know. Either way, though. Yeah. A day think, ago, actually, a couple days ago, it. whenever whenever anyone listens to it, a few days ago, this week, at some point during training camp. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne ended his press conference. He was like, oh, stink, stank, stunk or stink, stunk, stank. Yeah. Left yeah, Mike Giardi standing right behind him. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, I'm um, not Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Devontae Parker uh, tweeted out stink, stank, stunk under something. And then and said replied something. to a video that was taken yep. of him losing yep. somebody, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I. Uh, Love that, but then um, I don't know if either of you guys saw Andy Hart ended up uh, Patriot. He covers the Patriots, covers the Red Sox, the kind of Boston sports. Came out and said, you know, um, the the Patriots team's a lot more set, or like maybe they shouldn't be so sensitive or something like that. And um, I, I think this kind of goes back to what I said, and Liam, I brought up because I kind of want to hear what you uh, your overall thoughts on it too. I don't think it's sensitive when you're. You're you're talking about something that's just straight up disrespectful. There's no no logic behind the statement. No nothing. There weren't any even any facts in there. I mean, Giardi said he didn't notice Devonte Parker. Devonte Parker makes great catches every day in practice. It seems I don't get it. So how? Yeah, Devonte Parker's been falling. Um, yes. Yep. So like. <clears throat> I feel like every week we do like these media buster segments where we go and it's the time like, of year. The media yeah. said this. Why the hell media would they buster. do this? Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'd like to, where you just kind of like roast them. But um, I go back and forth on this because I watched obviously the Kendrick Bourne interview. I saw the Devontae Parker tweets and I saw the original Mike Giardi stick and stakes dog. So I guess I'll start at the source. The Mike Giardi comment, uh, like they're just not bad enough to warrant such a like a uh, inflammatory kind of god this team stinks because obviously you, when you're a sports writer you can't say oh this team fucking sucks so the next right. best thing is to say something like stink stank stunk like p- the way they talk about mbc on and uh, what is it, mbc and nbc sports because yep. yeah. yeah. i watched the whole segment and the way they talk about it is like, oh, this is one of the worst receiving cores in the league. It's like, okay, no, it's really not. Justin Fields has been throwing to, you know, less talented guys than you, Mike, for the last two years. Like, there are a lot worse receiving cores. And, like, they just got DJ Moore, so they're a little better. But there are some fucking terrible receiving cores out there. The Titans it's like, still have a yeah, bad receiving the Titans core. are fucking terrible. Still yeah. horrible. After DeAndre Hopkins... You guys don't know their number two wide receiver. I only know him because I had to pick him up in fantasy. Like mm-hmm. most people don't know him. But then, so I think that comment is disingenuous. I just don't think it's realistic. I think he's probably trying to create a headline or, you know, maybe he just has a bad opinion of this Patriots team because we've had Wes Welker, Randy Moss, Wes Welker, Brandon Lloyd, you know, Dante mm-hmm. Stallworth. We've had studs in the past compared to what we have now. Obviously, it doesn't look so great. But then, you know, Kendrick Bourne, I wanted to see a little more fire out of him when he gave the, you know, whatever order he said, stink, stank, stunk. Yeah. He was like, kind of like stink, stank, stunk. And then he laughed and ran away. Like, dude, like, 
I don't want him to be furious, cause a scene, get fined and kicked out of practice, but like have a little pride. Like that's you and your coworkers or your brothers or whatever you want to call them. The people that you work with every day, the people that you care about all working at your craft. You are now definitively what we're rolling into the season with. Have a little pride. Don't just like laugh it off and run away. I'd be, you know, I'd have a serious tone about it. I'd be like, oh yeah, stink, stink, stink. And then like, give them a look like, Really? Because like we're out here fucking practicing for five hours every day in, in the hot sun and you're sitting in an air conditioned room going, wow, these guys suck. It's like, no, it's like, go fuck yourself. Like we're out here working. And I hope this is like a uh, something that starts like we'll look at not like a documentary, but maybe like a very edited, crafted YouTube video by a professional where it's like this Patriots receiving core wasn't expected to do anything the year before they were terrible and couldn't create separation. And then the season blew up as like a random surprise, like very fun team to watch where everyone does their job perfectly and no one expects the Patriots, you know, let's say they have 2000 yard receivers, two more 800 and 600 yard receivers and everyone balls out to capacities that no one would think. I would love to see that happen because these guys should have pride in it. They should be a little angry that the local media is saying dumb things like this. It seems like Devontae Parker was a little more pissed. Than, he was pissed. You could tell just in the oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was yeah. not happy. And that's what yeah. I'm looking for. Like, have a little pride because yeah. we're Boston sports. And if anyone from New York talked to a Boston sports fan who's like, oh, your receiving core sucks, we'd, you know, shit on your receiving yeah. core, shit on your team, talk about how many Super Bowls we have. Or we beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Like shit on you. (laughs) So it's like, like, I mean, either way, like we're not going to be like, yeah, we're pretty bad. Like, no, we're Boston sports fans. We're always going to have a comeback. We're always going to have something to say. And Mm -hmm. I I watched the NBC sports Boston thing where they're like, oh yeah, he, Mike Giardi's not backing down. Maybe they'll put his face on a t-shirt that says stinks, stinks, stunk. And they're like trying to do all this stuff. They're like, well, he is right. It's like, no, you guys, you guys just have a skewed perception of, what what you think is going on here? Devontae Parker's been balling out of control, but you're talking about how he's like a number three receiver. Yeah, it's just very annoying. Not, yeah, that's what he said. It was yeah, no number ones, no number twos, barely number threes. That's yeah. the thing where it's like, where's the like what other than you just doing your job trying to get clicks? Where is like the actual like like reporting there? Because other than you know saying random things during training camp, he's silent. He's radio yep. silent during every single thing, especially when offensive stuff happens. It, it, totally. It's stupid. Stop. And like, it's real. it's really, annoying. I consider Devontae Parker. He, he's not a top 10 top, maybe not top 15, number one wide receiver on team, but he is a number one wide receiver and has been basically his entire career. Juju yeah. Smith Schuster. I don't think he's number one. I think he's a number two. He's proven it. his best season. He was a number two behind one of the greatest running back or wide receivers ever. That's one of the. Long that's cat. the nicest thing you've said. I, Good for I you. was going to say, but it's true. Good for you. He's a number this. two receiver, but he's, he's you get a gold good, star. Oh my god! Get fucked. We're chiseling away, chiseling and away at that. Ice, Kendrick Bourne was a starting heart. receiver on a Super Bowl team, so it's like these are three guys that have started mm-hmm. elsewhere with different fluctuating levels of success. Yeah. They've all started. Yeah, they're all talented, and they can all, at the yeah. very least, be number twos. If yeah. But now, like true number ones, whatever. Sure, Wh- but whatever now, that that's the appetizer. So they they get their little shots in, you know. Oh, stink, stink, stunk, stink, stunk, stank, whatever it is. Now go prove it on the field. 
Because now yes. if you can prove it on the field, and now 100%. you can stick and stick it to Mike Giardi a little bit and just be like, hey, yeah. you know, week one against uh, Philly, Kendrick Bourne has, you know, six catches for like 92 mm-hmm. yards, maybe a touchdown. The next week, yeah. it's Juju. The next week, maybe it's Jasicki. But if these guys come to play and they can, they can show that they can help this offense – it's yeah, gonna oh be yeah. some rough pickings for uh for our friends. And I hope they friend, light them Mr. up. Giardi. I, I want to see Kendrick Bourne catch a touchdown and go stink, stink, stunk. Like do yeah. something like that. Line him all out. The end zone. Yeah. Yeah. it into oh, the yeah. camera. Yeah. Stink, stink, yep. stunk. Just no, I think it. it's it, it's just funny when he said it because when he said it, I don't think he he hardly brought up Hunter Henry, even though because Hunter yeah. Henry's been having a great training uh preseason so far, great training camp. And then Mike Kosicki, Al, you brought him up. I want to bring up this guy. Is he gonna Basically end up being? Receiver. Is he gonna end up being like the number one, like overall receiver on the team? All I hear about him, he's making crazy one-handed catches. He's doing all this stuff. He's fitting in fine. Him and Mac are fucking buddies, you know. Him, he Hunter Henry, they all went to go see Taylor Swift. Like what? I go see Taylor Swift. I think like under under the radar, other than Bill O'Brien on the offense, like the one of the bigger signings might end up being Mike Kosicki. Like, I don't, uh, I, I didn't know that he was going to show up and show out this much during training camp, but like, it appears like he is just ready to go locked in and everything. So it's just funny that no one talks about like him, Hunter Henry, like, of course. Okay. Okay. Tyquan Thornton, like, like he brought him up. Okay, fine. Let's talk about Demario Douglas, who is practicing with the ones like he, he's basically right. a starter. And I point. saw, dude, I had to do a double take when I read that. Yeah, and every time I expect every time I open it, like okay, yeah, practicing today, something where it's like, oh, you know, he kind of fell back, you know, fell back to the pack. Not, I, I don't right. want it to happen, but you're just expecting it. Like, okay, he's going to end up falling back into, you know, he's a rookie, <clears throat> he's undersized, kind of. Well, he, he was the sixth round pick, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's going on? But no, he's he's showing up. Like I said, he's starting with the ones, and then you know who else is starting to pick up steam? Al, our who? boy. Kayshawn Booty. I was going to ask because I haven't heard a fucking thing. Please tell me what's going on. He's starting to recently. Uh, if I remember, like the last yeah. few few days. Yeah, the last like three or four days. They've been saying that he's been picking it up. Nice red zone catches. Um, Kind of like big, you know, big catches. Just kind of showing showing why, you know, he has the talent to, you know, why at some point, at one point. He was he's that booty. As a, as a number one draft, as a first round draft pick. Yeah, I think. God, I mean, I was thinking if one of them can hit, if you can have both of them hit. Now, this this is where this is where I kind of wanted to talk to you guys as we're talking about the wide receivers. It looks like the bubble is between three guys: Tyquan Thornton, Demario Douglas, and Kayshawn Booty. How do, how would you guys feel if Thornton got bumped out, or like, does it even matter to you who get who stays in? Because at this point, it's kind of like just you know. Whoever plays the best is going to play, or like I don't. Do you guys have a preference? I mean, I I think Liam, you might have a preference, uh, booty, but like that's kind Always. of how it seems, and it seems like Douglas is is pulling away now. Yep. Or or is Douglas going to get cut? Is he going to be like the the, the shocking all, all these headlines and he's gone, practice he's squad, gone. and then he 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 gets cut. He goes to the Jets. They come back, and he has a fucking Braxton Berrios-esque game. Ten catches, right. 160 yards, two yep. touchdowns, something something like that. But um, Keep an eye out for Braxton Berrios this year, too. He's on uh, 
he's on sleeper watch. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> wide receiver room, just kind of overall with like the bubble, everything. How do you guys feel about it going into the year? I know without DeAndre Hopkins, it got a little got a little iffy there for Screamish, us, but yeah. with everything Al, you, kind you of progressing, what's going on? Al, you alive over there? Wow, uh, working? Yeah, yeah, I'm alive. I'm here. We got him. I'm here. We got him. Wi-Fi. Can you hear Wi-Fi me? trip for a second. Oh yeah, we hear you. Okay, we hear you. There you go. Okay, good. It's like those delayed news reactions. <laughs> Breaking news. Now, let's, there. Now, now let's go to Al in the field. Thanks, Kev. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no, but listen. Demario Douglas, I agree with Mike. Looks like he's going to have a starting spot with the ones going forward, which is great. I think that I think there's a realistic possibility that Kayshawn Booty, you know, makes this team. And then I I just said he makes the team. Why are you rolling your eyes? Because I thought you were going to say he was going to get cut. I thought so too. Just hold the I thought that's where we were going to do it. I think you made that ominous on purpose. And there's a realistic chance that there's a realistic chance that Tyquan Thornton could end up on the practice squad. And you know what? I know. And I hate to say this. There's something that you didn't even say that could realistically happen too. And I hate to say this, but Kendrick Bourne could end up getting cut because he's on the final year of his deal. Now, do I think realistically that's going to happen? Probably not because he's a favorite target of Mac. And you saw what they did in 2021 when they were in sync and had a competent offense, but I wouldn't rule it out of the realm of possibilities. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. All right. Since we're in the we're in the trust tree here, we're in the, yeah, the circle, circle of trust. trust. Listen up, Fokker. I'm not as horny for Kendrick Bourne as everybody is. Um, see, I just, like I, I'm I not like as him. horny for Taekwon Thornton. Ah, see, I, there's just something about see, him. I don't know. It, call call me crazy. I like I don't care if we cut him. I might be the crazy. Well, we called one, you crazy like, a I, long time ago. I yeah, might be true. the. I might be the crazy one. I, I would, and again, it's not even like a, would I prefer Thorin over Bourne or whatever? It's just like, I, like, I know Kendrick Bourne's good, but it's like, I, like, I don't view him as this, like, he, he can't get cut or like he has this, like, solidified spot on the roster. I would put him in that pool with the two rookies in Taekwon Thorin, where it's like, listen, whoever comes out of that, I honestly don't get if I had like favorites, sure, I'd probably pick Booty and Thornton because I like them both. But if I had yeah. to pick just the two best guys or three best guys come out of there, if that means Kendrick Bourne's gone, it is what it is. If that means Booty's gone, sucks. I thought he was going mean, to be good, th- but it this is. This is an is. educational thought that you're having, though, because friggin' what? He, Kendrick Bourne played like 10 snaps in the first three games last season. We were on Kendrick Bourne watch. There was an Amber alert out for Kendrick Bourne. We're like, yeah. all right, come on. Like, I get it. He what did he was late for a practice or missed a practice or something. Yeah, and then something, he, yeah. he was just MIA. It was a mm-hmm. saving private Ryan mission to go find fucking Kendrick Bourne. And then, and then when of he course, whenever played, he played, stopped. Yeah. He dropped third down passes. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. so I, I don't know. I feel bad. He kind of did, did seem like the, he definitely did seem like the odd man out last year, but every off season, then he, it seems like he snaps back into basically being the number one receiver, but that's because he has a big personality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> like I, and don't get me wrong. I like, like he's, he's good. Like he's, he definitely has a spot on the team, but like he, he, I don't view him how I view like Devonte Parker, where I'm like, he's, He's got to make the team. Like, I think he, yeah. which obviously he yeah. is, that's not in question, yeah. but it's like, 
I don't view it like that. Like between him and and you know the three younger guys, I'm like, listen, who like just fucking fight to the death. Whoever makes it great, like I like Kendrick Bourne. I have nothing against him, but like if he doesn't make it and you gotta cut him or get rid of him or something, now I don't. While I think it's a good point, Al, like I haven't really gave too much thought to it. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, I think that like the the young guys would really have to show up for him to for him to get cut. Yeah. Um, but if it does happen at some point or whatever, if he just gets slowly phased out, like, I don't, I don't want to hear about this whole, like Kendrick Bourne's the savior, because like you said, Liam, he came in, he'd be yeah. dropping passes. He like drop and like, it, it, it might just be, you know, almost like a, uh, like a, like a shooter in basketball where like, you can't just have him come in cold off the bench. Like yeah. how many people can do, not everybody's Eddie house, you know? Right. You know who, uh, what basketball comparison I would make for Kendrick Bourne? J.R. Smith, like he'll have crazy yes. catches, he'll be yes. nuts, and That's then he'll make the most dumbass blunders, whether it's in practice by mm-hmm. missing shit or dropping wide open passes. And you're like, dude, I saw you make a toe tap on your knees, like falling out of the back of the corner yep. of the end zone touchdown catch against the Bengals. But then on third down, he's fumbling or dropping wide open passes. Yeah, you're I'm bobbling like, it. it, it like, it's one of those no things where it's like here. Exactly. Just like J.R. Smith, where it's like he'll show up, but then some nights might not even be a, a, like anything glaring. It's just you're like, ah, oh, shit, like, do, did did he even suit up? It's like you just disappears like too much. And, and I don't know. It's just one of those things where like I because I fully expect Devontae Parker and Juju to be like mainstays in the offense. You know, where you, <clears throat> you see their names all the time. You hear them. You see them on the field. You see them running routes. Passes are getting thrown to them. I could very easily see Kendrick Bourne having a great first couple games, falling off, playing a little bit, and then all of a sudden he gets like cut halfway there, like gets demoted something. I don't know. Again, I don't want it to happen. We're just kind of talking about the overall room itself. Um, but I, I, I just think that that also just speaks to the fact that the Patriots have a talented wide receiver room. Would it yeah. be better with DeAndre Hopkins? Sure, but he's gone. He's not coming here. So you got to work with what you have. You have your first two guys, Parker and Juju. You have your two tight ends. And then you're going to have, what, maybe two more wide receivers. That you still got Ty Montgomery, too, by the way, who is going to be lining up at running back and wide receiver. You got Gusecki, yeah. who's going to be taking some time. Like, it's a crowded room. The best guy is going to play. And I really just don't care too much if it's not Kendrick Bourne, you know. How important to yeah. you guys is having Tiny Wrist Thornton in the offense? Like involved, Al, you go, you go. Yeah, it's dependent. It's dependent on a lot of things. Like, does he need to be in the offense? Can you use Demario Douglas in some of those elements of the offense that Bill O'Brien probably wants to put in there? Can you use him on jet sweeps? Can you use him on screens? Can you make him be almost like the Marcus Jones of 2022 when he was in on offense? Can you do that? Maybe you don't need Thornton for that. Maybe you say to Tyquan Thornton, you know what? You just haven't panned out yet. We're going to put you on the practice squad just so that way we can kind of, you know, work with you a little bit more and not completely get rid of you. So that way, you know, whether it's later in 2023 or even in 2024, then you can have him be a really big part of the offense. But I don't don't think he's going to be a big part of the offense this year as of right now, but obviously subject to change. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously Demario Davis would probably be the tightest competition for him. But do you guys any, do you, guys think anyone else in the offense has the big play potential that Taekwon that we thought he would have? 
I mean, other than maybe just Devonte Park, but it's, it's a completely different thing. I I, yeah. I think it's important, not so much for the offense, because he's if he plays, the offense needs it. If he doesn't play, he he he, he got beat out for it. I think it's important to him because Al, you said that like you know maybe he doesn't have a big part. He's a big part in twenty twenty four. I think if he's not <clears throat> like a consistent part of this offense, I think he's gone. This is your third year now. I like this is like, I mean this is almost like with Mac Jones. Like the rubber's right. got to meet the road. Like it, it, <clears throat> different position, different type of expectations. But like this is, if you need him to develop, you need him to play. And if he's going to yeah. play, he's going he's to beat people up. If he doesn't beat him out, then I'm sorry. Like, it sucks. You know, you, you're one of the fastest kids in the world, it seems like. But, like, if you don't beat him out, like, it, that can only take you so long. You have to show that you can actually play and everything, which I think right. he he can. I, it's just, is he going to get the opportunity? I don't know. Is he going to beat it? Like, who knows? But like who knows who's going to be going down to the practice squad, whatever. But if if yeah. Thornton you need doesn't more than make just the speed. roster, speed doesn't cut it. Yeah, yeah, no, not not everybody's Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, yeah, speed no. he could burn. And He's granted, Deshaun Jackson was good in other ways, but for the most part, he'd burn you down the field. Tyquan yeah. Thornton is not that. Deshaun Jackson is a once in a lifetime person. He's on Liam's list. Um, it's yeah, just. Right. I would love to have him pan out because he is so quick, and I guess he's put on weight this off season, so hopefully that helps. Like if he pans out, I think he adds a a layer to this offense that people aren't thinking about because I don't think people assume he's gonna pan out. But if he does, you have that burner deep threat there, a la not the same, but a la like a Tyree kill. That you know, safeties are gonna have to stay back because they're like, shit, if I play up, you got fucking little tiny wrist is gonna blow right by me. So if they're playing Brett, if they're playing back, that means you got the middle of the field. Juju can eat. Hunter Henry can eat. Like him, him to to go to your question, Liam, it's important for him to be on the offense for him. Because if he's yeah, not, of course, I don't think he's on the team to start the 2024 season. I don't think so at all. Which would suck. You, it kind of reminds me of he was actually, I forgot he was on the Patriots. I only remember him on the uh Buccaneers. Do you guys remember Jeff Demps? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. He was like a world track. Uh, yeah, he like, was in uh, the uh, 2012 right? Summer Olympics. He was like a I sprinter or something here. like that. Yeah, he was the running back when the Patriots had him. I didn't even know that they, they were the ones. Yeah, he, he was the definition of like just speed. Just like fast. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing else. Like just fa- almost like Bethel Johnson when you're playing with him in Madden. Like it was yeah. just speed. Like that was it. There was no other use for him, but. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. There's a um, Thursday preseason game. I think we're going to find out a lot about where people stand because Belichick says the people that, you know, aren't getting that don't aren't getting the most experience are going to play the most in that game. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see who plays the most. Let's see. It does Thornton only play a couple series and he's out. That bodes well for him. Is he in the game in the third quarter? Is Douglas out? Like what's what's going to happen? I think that's going to be interesting. Um, that that Thursday preseason game, I think, is going to tell a lot about it. Yeah. Um, I you know I what you know what I think would be great. I don't think it's going to happen. What, but I would be, I would be pretty psyched. I think it would be great for the team. I unfortunately don't think it's going to happen. But as the odd man out, I really hope that Juju gets cut. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Yeah, we're moving uh, um, well, actually, you know what? Liam's already a little bit pissed off. Let's just keep him pissed. Yes. Um, so the the Patriots 
have been wanting to kind of fill out their running back room for a We're little harp bit on this two weeks in a row. They were, they were interested in Dalvin cook. Um, Only I'm back. And I'm not sure they are anymore. A recent report came out. The Patriots are really pretty much all in on Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and they've kind of left this, left the station on the Dalvin cook thing. Um, you already know how Al and I feel about it. Um, I am, I'm all for it. Uh, I guess, Zeke is in better shape, so that's good. Um, he has had a little bit, you know, little little chubby Zeke there with the with the face mask and his cheeks are all pushed up like that. Cute, cute little grandma's boy. Uh Liam, I am eager. I'm chomping at the bit, as I'm sure Al is. How how do you feel about this? I mean, might as well say hello to your to your new New England Patriot. I'm assuming take, by maybe next week he's there. Take your Take your, put it this way, take your cowboy hatred out of it. Just the player, because you are very, how do I put this delicately? You're very emotional. You you, you care about, you, you you ride or die with your teams, which I do too. I, I, I think I'm, grounded. but you're very, but you're very stubborn. You, you don't like don't certain people so. because they're on certain teams. Yes, she loves his Eagles. Open, I he consider myself open-minded. You, you love your Eagles. You hate Juju Smith-Schuster. So you can't say Eagles. much on that. So, anyways, let's hear your thoughts. My, you guys know my thoughts. We don't need him, and he's not going to be on the Patriots. He's out of shape, old, useless. There is no spot for somebody like him on this team. By the way, was, Zeke is younger than um, Trey Flowers. By the way, just to be clear, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Fucking oh, okay. Brandon Brandon Jacobs almost made a comeback to the league as a like. 40-year-old defensive end. Doesn't matter on defense. It really doesn't. Running back, it kind of does. And I don't want to lose any carries for our star running back to give them to some fat dipshit who's not very good at football. Like, I'm going to live with So him. Zeke won't be coming on Tuck Rule Takes ever. I promise you he won't be a Patriot. So we there would be no purpose to bring him onto the show because he's not going to be on the Patriots. I don't care what these reports say. There's not a chance. There's just, it just doesn't make sense. There are much better options that you could get for cheaper, and they would do the exact same thing. Probably be a lot better than it. I would. So much let me let me let me ask you. Let me. I I want to see if I can trick you into being okay with Zeke being on the team. There's nothing. Do you? You think, shouldn't have said that. Do you think? No, because I know I know it's not going to. Do you do you think that the Patriots th- that they should be adding a veteran running back anyway to the? To I, don't, I don't think it's a huge need. Much like when I we talked about Dalvin Cook, I was like, I, I don't really know what the point is. We talked about how Ty Montgomery is yeah. going to be taking some running back snaps, probably more wide receiver snaps. I have a decent, uh, a middling amount of faith in Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. You know, maybe a little bit more uh, leaning toward Pierre Strong, but. It's a position that is ex- now more devalued than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to pay somebody else a price tag that, you know, whatever Zeke would want when we could get somebody for cheaper to – the only thing he would do is roll his fat ass into the end zone on the goal line, which is kind of Ramondre Stevenson's strength. But Stevenson can do everything else pretty damn well. And it's a shame. Mm-hmm. I used to have a glowing opinion of Ezekiel Elliott. When he was at Ohio State – Loved him. What I, happened? He went to the Cowboys. That's he went where, to the that's Cowboys, and he was great in his first year. 
even though I hated him. Yeah. Even though I hated him. I was like, damn, he's fucking good. I was like, son mm-hmm. of a bitch. I knew he would be good. And then he sucked. And he sucked again. And he sucked again. And he sucked again. He's not very good. And that final play he had for the Cowboys oh, culminates the kind of player Ezekiel Elliott is. When he gets absolutely leveled on that dumbass trick play and the Cowboys season's over. He's you guys were talking in the last show. I listened when I wasn't on talking about how good of a pass protector he is. He's really not that good. He's not even in like the top half of like running backs who got decent time last year in pass protection. He's not in the top half of pass protecting running backs just because he's big and stocky. You would think he would be. No, he's just doesn't have it. There's no point to give him any time when we could get, we could get a no name guy and have him be just as good. There are five running backs on the Jaguars, all of them. The fifth string running back on the Jaguars is better than Ezekiel Elliott. I'm telling you, look them up. They're all good. None of them are Ezekiel Elliott. Who who do you dislike more, Zeke or Juju? Oh, Jesus. I mean, I have to ask. You you got to pick one. Juju Juju sucks. Yeah, it probably is Juju more. Yeah, but like, you know, and I say like he's fat. Obviously, he's like, you know, 10%. Body Relatively like, speaking, yeah, 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 yeah. He he's in much better shape get, than me. Like I'm not comparing him to me, but I'm comparing him to Saquon Barkley and other good running backs in the league. He's not close to any of them. He's not Alexander Madison, who's now the starter, was the backup for the Vikings last year. Way better than Ezekiel Elliott. Like he's just not good. And why would we sign him to punch the ball in on the goal line when we could have Pierre Strong or Ramondre Stevenson? Hell, Matt could sneak those balls in. It just seems so unnecessary. If we're going to get a running back, that's why I was more into the Dalvin Cook thing. It's like, all right, well, he, you know, he can turn short catches into long gains. You know, he's a well-rounded running back. I was listening to you guys' points for Ezekiel Elliott. It's like, the best protection's good. He can run it in on the goal line. It's like, all right, well, friggin', we got to get down to the goal line. And if Ramondre Stevenson goes down and we have to lean on Ezekiel Elliott, that fucking sucks. That's not going to be good. Why? Wait, but why does that suck? Why would it? Why would it, it be been, bad? How, why would it, it be bad? The Cowboys. They replaced him with like a six round dude. Why? They, but why they would wanted it be bad? Zeke on the last three years, and hold they on. were just tied to him because of a fat contract. They, they would have got rid of Ezekiel Elliott three years ago. Hold on. Why would it be bad if it means keeping Stevenson healthy and keeping him fresh? For the stretch part of any the, other of the running season. back for less money, and they would do the do more. What do you what do you think Ezekiel Elliott's gonna make? It's the Patriots, they're the cheapskates of the league for Christ's sake. Yes, doesn't matter. They're gonna give them so let me ask you a question. If he signs here, if he does, what do you think is too much money? And don't say any amount is too much. Be realistic for a second. <laughs> How much is too much money? How much well, is too much money? What is How much Dalvin, is too much money? What is Dalvin Cook looking at for a contract? I don't know. I don't know because we don't know if he's going to sign a short-term deal to get another long-term deal in a year or so, or if he's looking for a big fat contract now. Because what is I, too well, much for Ezekiel Elliott? Hey, listen to me, Dildo. I'm talking because they. <laughs> I, I have no basis to go off of because all the running backs haven't got signed. Listen to yeah. me. Josh Jacobs didn't get signed. Saquon Barkley got 11 million, one more than the um, franchise tag. 
because he Calvin just didn't Cook, want to be by the way right? i just looked up he said june 13th um there was an article Dalvin Cook is not looking to sign a four or five million dollar contract. So he's looking for a higher salary than that. So okay. I don't know so, what it is, so, but it's so more than let, that. Let's let's say four million for Zeke. How about that? Four million. We you think that's need... too much? That's let's say that's probably what he would get. But yeah, I for think Zeke? it's too much. See, I don't even think you need to pay that much. I think you could get that in half. I think if Zeke's looking to play for a year, you can get him for two million, and that's a that's a fine contract for one year. To make sure that Ramondre's healthy, because in your offense, the way that you're talking, you're fine with the wheels falling off at the end of the season because you even said yourself, Ty Montgomery no. is going to be a wide receiver more than a running back. So who's going to come in? Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong. If you think one of those guys is going to pan out, that's fine. If you have a name that you think will come in here, that's fine. But to just I, say Ezekiel Elliott isn't going to help and then I'm name saying, all these unrealistic uh, running backs isn't going to help. I'm saying... Just about any other running back would give you more for less. So Leonard okay, Fournette, who? would you would you so, prefer would you prefer know. Leonard Fournette? Would you feel yes, more comfortable? Obviously, obviously, that? but I th- I think Leonard Fournette would probably be a, a close price tag to that. And I don't think we need Leonard Fournette pretty bad either. Like we just don't really need a running back that much. So Liam likes burning out good players. Got it. Okay, just want to make sure we're no, on the same. I, get, I don't like burning I, out. But listen to the running back market. Josh Jacobs didn't get a contract for a reason. Running backs don't get deals. Jonathan Taylor is requesting a trade because all running backs are fucked. And there's a reason for it. It's an extremely dispensable position. All you need to do is get a great athlete and put him in the backfield. Look at Debo Samuel. Fucker's a wide receiver, and he's a better running back than most running backs. All you need is a good athlete back there. And if we're breaking up time with Ramondre Stevenson, put any decent athlete in the backfield, and they'll do something with it. Okay, I'm still looking for names. Who are you talking about? That's fine if you think it that. It doesn't matter. I'm not it even does, saying though, a specific name. because some running name. backs are better than others, bud. Okay. When Who's a better running not, back? Saquon Barkley or Kenneth Gainwell? Who's a better running back? Obviously, Saquon Barkley. Thank you. Okay, so you literally just proved my point. You're basically saying all running backs are interchangeable, but they're not. They are. Some are better are. than others. You literally yes, just contradicted yourself. No, I, I didn't because Don't no one's going to pay. No one's going to pay. Jonas Gray is actually a good example because you can get somebody off the street and in a good offense, he'll run for 300 yards. Really? Because what did he do after that four touchdown game? He did nothing ever again. We no didn't need money. him. We don't need like five Jonas other, Gray. I said no Liam, offense. We had like five other running backs. And we Liam, 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 let me ask matter. you about, about this. So are, are you... No one's going to pay Kenneth Gainwell the price that they're paying for Saquon Barkley. So Kenneth Gainwell will be because in the they're... league. In... Because they're different style. Or sorry, not different style. Because they're different caliber running backs, which is fine. Again, I'm not saying you sign Zeke for five, six million. I think that's ridiculous. You sign him for well, two million, that's fine. My point is, and it's terrible because I was a fullback in high school. I want running backs to be appreciated and get the proper pay, but that's not how the league is. And it's you can get a ton of people who are fighting for a spot in the league. I don't have a specific name for you because there's a bunch of them literally pull up the free agent running backs list right now or any undrafted guys who are good in college that are looking for us fighting for a spot on a roster right now most of those guys will come in be hungrier better shape and demand less money. so i think i think the the where, what it comes down to with zeke is that he obviously stevenson's the starter he's going to take the starting yeah. minutes all that so stuff. it doesn't but it's, matter but it's one of backer. those things but it's one of those things where his running style if he happens to go down, 
you do have Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, and then you do have um um a little Ty Montgomery here and there, but he's not a starting running back. We know that he kind of comes in here and there. Do you, I think the, the reason they're looking at your Zeke or Fournette and they were kind of dabbling with cook. It's like, you want the guy who can both be the backup to kind of spell Stevenson, you know, 70, 30 here and there. But if Stevenson goes down for one, two, three games, they would feel comfortable with Zeke being there. So but I think that it, it wouldn't that's be a carry show. I don't think where it, it would be if Stevenson goes down, it's a running back by committee, and you're splitting it between three guys, no matter how you cut it. It doesn't matter if Zeke's there or not. Zeke's not going to get the full load. We're going to split like it two up games, between he three. Might, but you know what though, I do. No, they, I get what you're they, saying they, there. Where it's like, that. I get, I get what you're saying. Where Stevenson like, was down know, last year, and who was it? Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong. They split. Damian Harris, my boy. No, yeah. um, but like it. I, I get what you're saying though, where it's like if he goes down, um, you're gonna be having a running back by committee anyway. So, so it why doesn't bring in Zeke? matter? But I think where the disconnect is, you just do not like Zeke, which is fine. You don't think that he would be he's he's worth it here. He he would be a good option there. Um, I, I think that's just that's what it what it comes down to. And you know, he and but I, you, I said the it's same not thing like you don't have any that. ground to stand on. We don't like need you don't have ground to that. stand on. We don't need Leonard Fournette either. Is my point. So like, you, I like I like Leonard Fournette as a player more than Zeke, but we don't need to pay Leonard Fournette either. I didn't I think Dalvin too, Cook was entirely necessary. So basically, so basically, so basically, you're fine with Stevenson, and then maybe a little Ty Montgomery, maybe a little Pierre Strong, maybe a little bit of Kevin Harris. I guess because they're. I told you they're not signing Zeke. Okay, and they're, so they're probably so, not going to get another running back either. All right, so there you go, Mike. He literally just said it. He's fine with the running back room, which is fine. Because it's going to be a fine. running back by committee anyway. Even Stevenson isn't going to get the brunt load. Ty Montgomery's going to be in there. No, I, I can't where, let you. That's yeah. where I think that having Zeke or Fournette, but, but we're talking about Zeke, so we're going to stick with Zeke. Having Zeke would be an upgrade over having Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, or even Ty Montgomery. How much of an upgrade? I don't know, because, again, we just – we. Like we haven't seen him play here. That's kind of an unpredictable thing. But I think that Zeke would be, if if you are going to have Stevenson take a few plays off here and there or whatever, I think Zeke stepping in would be a little bit better than Pierre Strong, who is in his second year, or Kevin Harris, who has shown a little bit less than Pierre Strong. Um, Ty so Montgomery, those though, players yeah, would be like more him. hungry to prove something than Zeke would. Well, so would Zeke, though, because Zeke would be what? Because arguably he'd most likely sign a one-year deal. Zeke would want to come in here to maybe compete for a championship if that's what he thinks, but then also get that, get that probably his final big ish contract. So I don't know. I don't, I mean, whether you're hungry or not, it still comes down to skill. Um, And I do still think that Zeke has a little bit left in the tank. I don't think he's a starter, uh, a full-time starter. Could he come in and kind of take some starting, the starting role for a game if Stevenson's out? I don't know. You know how many got? yards per carry Zeke had last year? Probably not a lot. Not a not how many? a high one. I know I know it was low because there were a lot of runs where he was getting fucking negative yards running into the line. Three point eight, which is terrible. That's backup. That's backup numbers right there. That's that's and, fine. And and they replaced him with like a I don't know what Pollard was, like a fifth round draft pick or something like that. Something they've like wanted, that. Pollard's they've good, wanted yeah, Zeke yeah, gone for good. a while. And yes, mm-hmm. Pollard's good. But yeah. that's because he's a more well rounded, better athlete back. 
Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they kept him and not Ezekiel Elliott, even yeah, though they no, gave is, Zeke a ton he, of money. For sure he is. But I think Zeke having that three and a half yards or whatever right around there, yards per carry, as a starter, that's shitty. But as a backup, I mean, fuck. I mean, just to come in, I mean, you're not really doing a uh he, He's one-dimensional, too. He's a goal line guy. He's not even a pass protector. His receptions and yards were terrible, too. 17 catches for 92 yards. That sucks. That's not good. No, no, no. That's not good. And again, that's what he's not going to be a starter. I think you, you are literally having him come in so then Stevenson doesn't get worn out or blown out by that's, the end of the year. I think yeah. that that's why you bring him in. So well, I get, I get lean in on that Stevens, sense, We leaned on Stevenson a lot last year, but lot, also yeah. we all we all realized that the offense wasn't what we wanted it to be last yeah, year. We had to. Ha- yeah. ha- halfway through the season, Bill was probably like, well, we're not creating separation. Give 31 carries which, to fucking Ramondre. Which, which that's a that's a fair point. That's that you can understand because yeah, Ramondre Stevenson was the offense last year, and yep. yes, if Bill O'Brien's offense works, then maybe it does take a little more pressure off of Ramondre, and that I can also understand. But again, when you're playing a 17 game season and it's the dog days of November and December, and you're playing grinding, grueling type of football, which we know the Patriots like to play, you know, run mm-hmm. the ball and play defense, mm-hmm. you know, with the occasional passing plays and stuff. You're going to need fresh legs. And guess what? That's where having another good running back. And listen, if if Kevin Harris or Pierre Strong develop into a solid second option, then fine. Don't bring anybody else in. Rely I mean, on that. There are already fine. solid second options. Any do running backs are completely interchangeable. It doesn't matter. Like, it really I'm not, doesn't. As I'm long not getting as, into as this. Long, as long as there's blocking, it doesn't matter. That's yeah, why I mean, te- you have that's your, why teams are letting their stars go yeah. or franchise tagging. They've been doing it for years. Friggin' they replaced um Le'Veon Bell with John Connor, replaced him with like Benny Snell. It doesn't matter. And the Steelers have been competitive every year because you don't really need a fucking running back anymore. It's I a get, passing league. I get what you're saying in especially since you're not even talking about a starting a starting running back, you're talking about a backup one, you know, yeah, like it's how, a what is Who the difference? Fuck? Sign just, somebody off the street. Well, Who see, cares? well, see, that's just it. So so if you sign Zeke, if Zeke is so close in talent to or not talent, but so close in worth to the strong or Harris, what's the harm in signing him? Because at the very worst, he's a little bit better than them. And he maybe he breaks off a run that they wouldn't or something like that. You know what I mean? That, 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 I think, is really all I'm talking about. You said about if he's where... close in talent with them, why would you spend money if he's close in talent I don't think he is. Them? I don't think he is. I'm talking about in in your eyes to try to get you to get there, where it's like if, if that's what you think, where because I do agree with you to an extent where running backs are kind of interchangeable, but since we're talking about backups here, especially backup running backs. But if, yeah. if Zeke, if they are so close, as you're saying, what's the harm in bringing in Zeke? Because, like I said, worst case scenario, don't need him. he just – he. But but what's the but what's the harm if you do? I think when, having when, him is more slightly more reliable isn't really the word, but slightly more reliable than having two second year guys or a wide receiver playing. Because running you can back, get you know? some random guy who will still give you decent production. When Saquon Barkley tore his ACL in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, I forget which one it was. Do you guys know who his backup running back was? No idea. No. Wayne Gallman, and he went in I, there I and ball balled out for the year he did pretty well and then you know what happened after that season saquon came back 
You said Gone later, Wayne, yeah, and he's never yeah. got another chance. But he went in there and had solid production. Yeah, again, but the Patriots matter. aren't the, the Patriots aren't going to go sign a, 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 a nobody running back. Like, like that's not what they 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 technically the team's made already, of nobody running backs. We have that's two. What I'm saying. They technically already have those. So if they are going to go out, they are so in 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 you know important. They think that they're they're, they're intending to sign a veteran. They're why not, not intending get to sign anyone? They're just they brought lines. in four of them. So why are they? Why are they bringing in for three why, running, It doesn't matter. Why are they bringing in veteran running backs if they think they don't need an upgrade? Are they just doing it for for shits and giggles? Tell me why they would do that. Just to piss off Liam. Well, yeah, my, exactly. My point is, you can bring as many people in the building as you want. Doesn't matter if you don't sign, and they're not signing any. I get it. I, I listen. I, like, and, and I think I, I get what you're saying with the. You know, the if Justin Jefferson comes for a visit with the Patriots and doesn't sign, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter about DeAndre Hopkins coming to visit yeah. now because he didn't come here. He didn't Just because you come for a visit doesn't mean anything. No, but but the fact that he was here, the, the fact that they have had those three veteran running backs in with Henderson, Fournette, and now yeah, Zeke, which means it, it, they're it considering they're, an upgrade, but exactly. it doesn't mean they're going to do it. No, for sure it doesn't. But that, that's what we're we are just saying because it, it everything's out there that they are intent. Like Zeke seems to be their guy. Like we haven't heard about Fournette. Cook seems to be off the table, so Zeke seems to be the guy. So it's like if they bring him in, how would you feel about it? I would be happy. Sent. Since they are bringing it now, if we were just randomly talking about it, like the Patriots weren't bringing in running backs, I'd be like, well, why are we, who gives a shit, you know, but, but they're bringing in the running back. They're giving us the stuff to talk about. So it's like, since they're bringing him in, how do you feel about it? I wouldn't care. I think it's a better option as a backup than Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. I'm not saying that the team is screwed without Zeke if they don't bring him in, but since it seems like that's what they want to do, I mean, shit, have Zeke in there. At the at worst case scenario, he breaks off a couple longer runs wow. than than Pierre Strong or Kevin. Maybe not Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong has better speed and everything. But just you just do not know. Zeke is also a bigger body. I don't know. It's let's, just let's blow two million for a dude who will give less production than the two running backs that are making jack shit. Well, we don't we don't know that. And then again, it it is. I Pierre Strong has been showing up, so maybe Pierre Strong is gonna make it so you don't need to get any veteran guy. But it does seem like the Patriots still want to get one. So having Zeke here, um, it would be it, it it would be interesting to have him him come in for Stevenson and then I mean if it's just a backup. It's just a backup. I know. So we shouldn't even humor this idea because we they're completely interchangeable. It's just a backup. Does it matter who our third string quarterback is? Not fucking really. Not unless it's fucking Bailey Zappi. But no, here though, the, the having a backup, if they are so interchangeable, and I think what we're talking about the two same sides of the coin. You're saying if they are so interchangeable, why get them? I'm saying if they are so interchangeable, why not get them? You because know, like, you're what's wasting the money on something that doesn't really well, spend it. I mean, spend a little bit. Who knows? Like, I mean, you're Patriots not going to get this don't crazy spend. amount. Ah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Now, they now you don't. sound like talk not radio a, show. Not Adam. unnecessarily. I, I get what you're saying. We, we, it's it, it it's it's actually good that this is really the debate is a fucking backup running back position. You know that kind of goes to show how the offense is kind of in good standing right now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I I, I think that we. 
you're obviously not budging off your your Zeke take, just like no. you aren't. About and you know how you would feel if Ezekiel, which is nice because it will never happen. But the feeling I would have would be like belly flopping onto a bed of nails. Okay, we'll That's see. Then you know what? Feeling. Then you know what? I hope he doesn't sign because that is a bad feeling for you. So yeah, um, we'll we'll see. But um, yeah, just uh uh last uh a lot just a couple uh quick hitter things here. Um, Nikhil Harry signed with the Vikings. Took number twenty eight. Took Adrian mm. Peterson's number. What a dickhead! How the fuck, disrespectful. Not what, even really for him. Why would Nikhil take that number? Like, is it this, isn't the the NFL supposed to be like a fraternity, a brotherhood? For you to go in there and take his number like that, KP Hall no, of they, Famer. He should have retired his number like immediately after he left too. I don't know. This is on the Vikings. Yeah, it's on the Vikings. Because Nikhil Harry, sure, maybe don't take it, whatever. You might want to take it. Do good by the number, which you won't because you suck. But it's like, what are the Vikings doing? What are the Vikings doing? That'd be like if the Patriots gave like number 12 to fucking Zeke or something like that. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that yeah, would be. Although yeah. I thought it was weird that they gave Edelman's number to Thornton. Like even that, I think is disrespectful. And yeah. Edelman so Adrian Peterson to the player. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Completely different level. Yeah. Bullshit. I just right. thought it was funny though. Um. Uh. Matthew Judon overrated. Matthew Judon. The players ranked him number thirty-three on the players' top yeah. one hundred list. Congrats to Judon. Um. I don't see how he's overrated, but good for him. He's on the list. Got got a nice little payday too. Nice little uh, uptick in money. So that's that's good. Well uh, the, the holdout is over. The holdout is over. Um, and yeah, uh, last but not least, greatest one. Liam, I know you're pumped about this one. Patriots have the biggest outdoor uh, screen monitor TV system in uh, in the country. So, I mean, cool. I think we all, cool. we all know what that means. Super Bowl. That's what that yep. means. So. There's a direct correlation <clears throat> between size of screen and number of Super Bowls you're going to win. Also, did you guys see on uh, Mike? I know you saw this on Twitter, Liam. I don't think you did. Devin McCourty got X. Sorry, X. I'm calling it Twitter. I'm always going to call it Twitter. Did you, yeah, you guys see uh, Devin McCourty got dragged through the mud by Patriots fans because he posted something about Aaron Rodgers and being likable? Yes. Yes. I thought that was very yes. funny. Yeah. And then he followed it up. He followed up with, "All right, lesson learned. Don't put Aaron Rodgers." content out with the Patriots last nation does not like Aaron Rodgers content got yeah. it but good on Devin <laughs> McCourty for figuring it out quick yeah yes Funny. but also like I get it you know there there's an audience that you got to realize and like if you're if you played for Boston sports you don't acknowledge anyone outside of Boston sports like Man. that's just that's that's a secret if if Devin McCourty played his entire career for the Jaguars he could do it and they wouldn't give a fuck but if you do it with the Patriots, it's it's sacrilegious. It's like you only talk about, especially when you're on the team with Tom Brady and all these other studs throughout your career, you got to know your audience. Patriots fans aren't having it. But I think Aaron Rodgers is a likable guy, and I totally understand why he would post that. But he is. Obviously, I mean, I'll you got to know your audience. Is. Yeah, he is. He is Anyone who goes guy. and does ayahuasca, he seems like I don't think he's good anymore. I, I don't think he's going to do well on the Jets. I think the Jets are going to suck. But, yeah, he's – yeah, good, I like I him. Yes, whatever. I don't know. But um, all right. Do you guys have anything else before we uh go? Patriots first preseason game on Thursday. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll see how much I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how much the wide receivers play, who plays just football's back. Just steam, but that fucking Brown, the hall of fame game did not count as football to me. Um, the Jets no. and the Browns. Nope. Not football, not counting it. Nope. You need nope, real nope, football nope, nope. teams for yeah, it to no. actually be appreciated. Yeah, get, get missed me with that bullshit. So yeah. Thursday, I'm going to be closer. Gonna be I'm going to be closer down to you, Mike. I'm going to be down in Atlanta for the game. Oh shit. There we go. There you go. There yeah, we go. So. Awesome. So yeah, can't wait. Uh, we'll definitely have more to talk about next week. Hopefully we get some cool storylines, things coming out of that. But um, yeah, see you. Booty touchdown. Hey, I'll, I'll, make, I'll, I'll make a personal bet with you guys right now, just for the fun of it. I think Kayshawn Booty scores. Any disagreements? No. Yes. No? I don't even have any because I think he scored. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm, I I'm a big booty guy. You know, I'm a big booty you guy. You disagree? Oh, you yes. want to take a bet? Sure. Okay. But because this is ludicrous odds for me, if I win, I get to win <laughs> double the money here because it's a yeah, touchdown. It, I'll tell you what. You win, you get 10. I win, I get five. Perfect. That's all I'm looking for. That's fair. That's that's very fair. Virtual shake on it. Got you. Excellent. I look forward to collecting ten bucks. Yeah, if the if the Patriot if the Patriots win, then it's a win for me too. So booty scores. That's good for me and me as well. Yeah. All right. right. So now now we have stakes in the preseason game. So that that makes it better. So. Um, for Al, Liam, I'm Mike. This was Tuck Rule Takes episode ninety five. We'll see you next week. Football is back. But it was ninety four. I don't 94 the Ty Warren episode boy. Next Josh, week is 95. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Hey, I, I got him that time. We're out. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Scroll pats. Sweet feet.